Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to be talking about how even with the right person, when things come together with them, it's not always perfect and that doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. Before we get into that, I have a few special announcements. So the first thing is that there is a new page on my website, ambergrubenman.com, and it's the events page. So there are two free upcoming workshops. The first one is going to be the Five Elements Intensive. And this is a workshop where I'm going to go in depth with the five elements, how to choose the right partner for the right reasons, how to check each of the five elements, how to handle it if one of them isn't an A+, how to know if it's passing and failing and all of that. So we're going to talk specifically about each of the five elements, and then you can also get coaching, you can ask questions, you can ask questions specific to the five elements, or you can just ask your general dating questions. So um, there's also going to be time allotted for that. And with that workshop in particular, I also created a free guide that you'll get once you register for the event, and it has an explanation of the five elements, questions that you can ask for each of the elements to see if those elements are there. So that's the first workshop, May 30th. And then the second workshop is on June 12th. And that's going to be another magnetic dating confidence event. So we did this a few months ago. It was a huge hit. It went really well. And it was really great because what we do in that workshop is go through different exercises to give you an experience of confidence so that it's not just this thing that you're supposed to learn intellectually, but actually experiencing it internally where you will feel more confident by the end of the workshop. So even if you attended the last one, I encourage you to come again because confidence is never a one and done thing where like, okay, I did those exercises and now I'm confident for life. It's a great refresher to come back to feeling that magnetic dating confidence. And of course, other people pick up on that too when you're actually going out into the world and connecting with people. So this one is on June 12th and the five elements workshop is on May 30th. The link for both of these events is in the show notes, or you can go to my website, ambergrubman.com, and go to the events tab, and then you can sign up for free. Okay, so let's talk about this perfectionistic idea about what it's supposed to look like when you finally meet your person. And I was going to record a podcast about a completely different topic today, and then I had a client session where this topic came up and I felt like it was really important for me to share with you. So if you're single and you're imagining the connection that you want, often we, in our imagination, create this idea about what it's going to look like and feel like when we finally meet that person. And these ideas can come from various places. Some of them are from movies about what it looked like when they finally met their person. Some of them are from stories that other people share with us. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute. And we just create these fantasies in our mind about we met and there was an instant connection and we just both showed up for the connection and 
the chemistry was so great and then one thing led to another and he just asked me to be his girlfriend without me even needing to bring it up at all and everything just was in sync so we often have that idea of how perfect things will be when we finally meet that person this is an issue (laughs) because it's often not perfect even when we meet somebody that we have amazing potential with and then when it's not perfect we start to ask ourselves questions like am i with the right person am i settling and we compare it to that person's relationship and how they got together or how it was with a past person where we got together with our ex and it was this way and now with this person it's completely different and we start to sabotage the connection that we're in because we're comparing it to some sort of ideal or standard so The first thing that I want you to consider if you're in this place is the five elements. So the five elements are the friendship connection, physical chemistry, growth mindedness, respect, and similar vision and values. And so for each of the five elements, you tune in to see, is it an A plus? Like sometimes we just have A plus immediate physical chemistry or just amazing friendship, great humor, all of that kind of stuff. Is it just passing? Meaning it's not like amazing. It's not blowing my mind, but it's also not failing. And if it's just passing, that means that there's some growing to do in this area. Or is it completely failing? Is it just missing? Are we just not in sync at all? in this one area and so where a lot of people get tripped up is thinking that every one of the elements needs to be an a plus and you should know it right away and not understanding that with most connections not everything is an a plus right from the beginning and there are often an element here or there where we need to grow and work on it and communicate about it to build it to be really amazing The second thing that I want to share with you is with all of my clients who have gone from dating to exclusive and gone on to create relationships that are extraordinary and are the right relationship for them, where they're very happy in those relationships, it was never the case that they just knew from date one. It was never the case that there wasn't anything to iron out in the connection. And it was never the case where all five elements were just perfect with zero discussion, zero effort right from the start. So some examples from clients who are still in a relationship are, I had one client who had amazing chemistry with somebody, but then when it came to actual logistics in the bedroom, they were just completely out of sync. He didn't really know what she needed and what she liked. And the way that they worked on that was by communicating about it and even reading a book together about sexuality and making it a fun thing to explore together. Many of us have been spoiled (laughs) with instant physical chemistry and compatibility, where it just clicks with somebody with very little communication And then that becomes our expectation, but it's really natural for many, many couples to um, have to figure that out with each other in the beginning and actually learn what the other person likes and to kind of get on the same wavelength there. Another client who is in a relationship now 
before they were exclusive, her only hesitancy was that although they had a great friendship connection, he sometimes didn't ask her as many questions as she would like. And if she asked a question, he wouldn't ask the same question back. And so it felt like she was driving the conversations a little bit. And she communicated this to him and made him aware of it. And then he improved and he started being more reciprocal in his curiosity. And then they became exclusive and now they're still together. And although there are many other specific examples like this, one thing to just keep in mind too is that many of the women that I've coached who then created relationships just weren't sure about the person yet. Like they were still putting together the pieces of the puzzle as they were getting to know somebody. It wasn't just instant, you're the one and I know it and you're so perfect. It was more like date one was fun and there was more to explore and they just didn't know yet. And if you're in a place of just not knowing, like, I don't know yet. I like them. I like things about them. I don't have that instant like fairy tale you're the perfect person for me, just ask yourself the question, is there something more to explore? And if there is, go on another date and just take things one step at a time and think about how you can communicate about anything that's coming up that feels imperfect or feels like you're not quite on the same wavelength. The last point that I want to make here is that when you talk to other happy couples or people that you know that are in a relationship and you ask them questions like, how did you meet your person? Or what was it like when you two first got together? Did you just know? And um, you ask them to share their story of how they found their person. Happy couples have a tendency to reflect on their past with their partner in a positive light. And that's a good thing. That's Like when you're happy in a relationship, that's what your brain automatically does. But what that also means is that you, as the listener of this story, need to take everything that they say with a grain of salt. When you're in a healthy, happy partnership, you look back on the past with your partner and you minimize the negative things and you emphasize the positive things. So that's just a great relationship skill to have anyways when you're in a relationship, but you need to be aware of that bias when you're talking to other people because otherwise it creates this unrealistic expectation. So for example, my parents have been together for over 30 years and if you ask them their love story over the last 30 years, they will tell you things like, you know, you just have to believe in love. You need to be a romantic. And we fell for each other within two weeks. And yes, we went through long distance. And yes, it was challenging, but we were just so in love and we're best friends. And your mom is still my best friend. And they say all of those really sweet things. They won't, (laughs) if you ask them their story, they won't go into Yeah, and then we had this challenge. And then when we were doing long distance, I thought about breaking up. And then um, there was this person in the picture. Like they won't share all of those aspects because they're happy, because they have that bias and tendency to emphasize the positive things and minimize the negative things. And that's what you're supposed to do when you're in a happy relationship 
And again, just remember if you're comparing yourself to other people who are in happy relationships and you're thinking, why can't I just meet that person where you just instantly hit it off and everything's perfect and I just know it the same way those other couples do. Remember that that's not the full picture of how couples actually get together. There's always some imperfection. There are always things that they need to iron out and there's always, always dating turbulence no matter how great the relationship is. All right, everybody, I hope this helps put things into perspective and just remember that even with your amazing person that you're going to meet, not everything's going to be perfect. There will be dating turbulence and there will be things that you need to communicate about to be able to connect with each other. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day.